0: Hi, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of The OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are The OmniFit. Hey, ladies. Welcome
1: back to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about picking up right where we left off, actually, when we were talking last week about learning to navigate your cravings. Well, where do those come from? And today, we're going to be talking about overcoming the diet. And we're going to be focusing about the different um, steps or sections of what a dieting cycle looks like and helping you guys learn what those are, identify where you might be or might have been so that you're able to make a conscious decision about hopping right out of that dieting cycle and finding sustainable health. So I'm back with Coach Jody and Coach Taylor. Um, What do you guys think about this? This is, I feel like we could go on and on and on, but we want to really simplify this for the listeners today.
2: Yeah, this never-ending cycle of, of dieting. And I think it's, it just is the trajectory of where they want to be and what is keeping them where they are um, with, with, their own, with their own self. What is, what is taking them back um, and depriving them and totally roadblocking them and we're just trying to meet them right where they are And I think it's a huge, a huge thing because a lot of women don't realize what these roadblocks are. Um, And it could be, you know, just like we talked about in the last podcast, managing stress, managing sleep, managing um, these cycles. And that's a lot of, a lot of um, where we need to point to in terms of their progress.
0: Sure. I also think that um, if you're, in North America or the Western world of any sort, like for women, the the whole idea of diet is just like deeply embedded in our consciousness. And I, I know the three of us are just passionately you know want to see that change. And with the whole idea of the fit me forever lifestyle, um, and it's it's how do you overcome it? the whole diet mentality and and really change a culture of what's already. Kind of inbred in us as women from young childhood is is through education about what is the dieting cycle. I think, um, as you mentioned, Taylor, so many of our listeners and our clients, and just so many women that friends and people that we encounter in life um, don't even recognize what what the diet cycle is and and we're constantly inundated day in and day out with hey this new way or that new way and there's like if you look back over the last 10 or 20 years just the cycles of diet the fads and the you know whatever which we talk about um you know if we all would have started 20 years ago um and just had a mindset around sustainable lifestyle and a fit me forever type of lifestyle just what how we would just be able to clear off so much of the garbage, so much of the myths, so much of the misinformation, I think about that. And again, we're passionate about, you know, you listeners, we want you to understand um, what, you know, what does this look like? And here's the thing is, because we are such a a visually saturated um, culture um, we see what we think fit is or what it looks like. And one of the questions I, I always that comes up for me is, do you really want what you think you see? And um, what is the cost of that? And, and how does that work with your lifestyle and your season? And what is your perspective around? We, I know as coaches, we dig in really, really deep to help clients kind of figure out where they're at. Um, perhaps in the cycle, or what is their mindset around dieting and body image and all of those things? Um, So how do we help those, you know, clients learn those cycles? Like, where do you guys start?
1: Well, I think it's interesting. I think a lot of people, um, and you guys might relate, listeners that are listening, is that you fell into this accidentally. That, I mean, you don't even realize that the dieting mindset or body image, dysmorphia, or recognizing what you look like, even crossed your mind until you're like, "I need to change." Um, when you think back to young school age, middle school, high school, I was listening to um, someone else talking about um, someone commented on this this person's smile, and it made me think, you know, so often, I had the comments. I have a very big smile so much that I've always been like, oh, people can say, oh, you can see your back teeth. And I remember all of a sudden being self-conscious about my smile is too big. And there's, if you look back at my school pictures, I would start to like, like these half smiles are like little, and I look super awkward. I'd look at the picture. I'm like, that's not even a good picture of me. And I'm 12 doing this. And it probably wasn't until I was far into my adult years in my twenties, where I started to become really confident in my smile. It's obviously something I can't change. I can't change the way my face smiles or the fact that you can see my back teeth when I'm laughing. But that started at a young age from comments that were just echoing in my mind and what that does. And a lot of times it comes from, um, who you spend time with. And as I'm talking to clients and hearing stories of women in our Fit Me Forever group, and um, as people begin to be vulnerable and share, we can relate a lot amongst everyone going, I ended up here on accident. And this cycle of dieting started or propelled from a negative thought or from a a negative self-image about myself that I wanted to change. And then that next step so quickly started with, well, what do I do? I'm going to do something to restrict or do something to, and th- and then the cycle kicks off just like you're spinning a wheel, like That's wheel of fortune. You know, you spin around and the next thing, you know, you're just tick, 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 moving through these cycles. So not thinking about it until you come to us or you hear a podcast or you read an article and you go, oh my gosh, this has got to change. This is impacting me negatively. And so by listening to this podcast, what we really want to teach you guys is to identify where you are within the dieting cycle. And you can check the show notes for um, an actual list of what the dieting cycle is. You're going to hear us talk about it. But I know whenever I'm listening to podcasts, sometimes it can be hard to you know, identify with different cycles. So the first one though is the first part of the cycle that initiates the start is a negative thought.
0: Oh, yeah. Kayla, I can so resonate with that. In fact, I just wrote um, an email sequence blog co- post related to something personally just like that. I had a large overbite when I was a, a young teenager and had braces and, you know, went through all of that kind of thing. But I got to the point where I always put my hand over my mouth. Because, and I never noticed that I had an overbite until Um, a, a boy in my class started making fun of me, we had one mirror in our house. And I just we just weren't mirror oriented, you know, as a kid. But it's it's funny how that and then another comment in my teenage years about I have a well formed backside. And somebody made a comment about that. And I got really, really self conscious about that. And it was always like wanting to wear something to kind of cover up or a bigger pair of sweatpants or something like that, and it does I think these things start so young, and now, even more days with so much social media and people you know young kids being so much more exposed, those seeds are planted so so much earlier and so yeah. i yeah, I challenge listeners what like when when was that first seed you know planted towards that the negative thought that Something wasn't right with your body or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's it's key to look back on that
2: yeah, I think it's pretty popular in this culture right now um, with social media. it can start very quickly. we don't even intend on it we don't even notice it, but that comparison starts, and that's where expectations become too high or we become dissatisfied dissatisfied with ourselves. Um, and our current journey and so that's where it can start to really get messy in terms of our own self-confidence our own desire our own perspective and and right where we're at um, and I think it's just helping our clients navigate those expectations um, especially where like you said Jody, where that seed was planted of of being dissatisfied and um really just losing all confidence and hope in where you currently are because of that, that realm and that culture that we're currently in. It's so easily, easily planted, just helping fog that out for our our clients.
0: I think too, though, um, like we do have desires to change and grow and that's super important and it's identifying, are those desires healthy desires to change or are they unhealthy desires to change And so I think that's like the key with the dieting cycle is, you know, determining is the desire to change healthy? And from that, you have two choices. You have choice that will move you towards um, the desires that you want or away from. And so, um, you know, thinking about how that self-image connects to how do we reprogram Um, you know, the self-talk and kind of move that to action. Um, How do we do that? I mean, that's the big big question for each and every person, I think.
1: Right. I think that's what changes the – I'm trying to think of the right word to say this. So it changes – from just going through the motions, just following a diet or just, I mean, cause being healthy is going to require some exercise. Being healthy is going to require a little bit of thought behind what you're eating and we can blur that line of doing something for the right reason really quickly if we don't keep our mindset in check because comparisons going to happen. Comparison happened before social media. Comparison happens now Um, a lot of people kind of what's common now, you guys might uh, recognize this listening is, um, you know, taking fast from social media or taking breaks from social media and how it can be rejuvenating. Um, it's also difficult to remain in a community. So a lot of the social media, I know with our Fit Me Forever group, it's a community. And so you have to show up in order to experience it. You have to. Put out In order to take like there has to be this exchange of energy um, in any type of environment. And so when you're when you're busy, and you're not maybe hanging out with friends, you're after college, and now you have a family, um, having that time for self care and being able to um, recognize when those negative thoughts start to creep in. And when they're not aligning with a desire to change, because we can have a negative thought that propels a desire to change and we can realign that negative thought in a way so that it serves us. Um, I love using finances as an example because they're tangible and, um, we can't really judge about a dollar. A dollar is a dollar. It's not going to be pretty or not, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but you can look at your bank account or you can look at your, um, debt or whatever it is, and you can have a desire to change and start to make a plan and move towards that. Um, or you can use that desire to change that negative. Oh, I'm in so much debt and go on a shopping spree, (laughs) which is not going to help your situation, which is what we see. If you think about the, Negative thought, desire to change. Okay, let's use the example of someone being healthy and they move into the second step in the cycle of what is negatively connotated as restriction or increased exercise. What if that's posed as being more mindful and moving a little bit more? So your desire to change can move you into healthier choices or it can move you into unhealthy choices of deprivation and restriction and too much exercise.
0: I think a key factor in this is determining, do you desire the behavior change, which will lead to the outcome, or do you only desire the outcome? And I think that's the thing that segregates healthy from unhealthy, Mm -hmm. and when we peel it back, what we know is when there is consistent behavior changes, it changes the outcome to the positive. But when your focus is only on the outcome, What I believe happens is you set yourself up for the pattern of this dieting cycle that we're gonna describe here, what what the steps are. So that that healthy versus unhealthy is really key. Um, And we know that working on one behavior change aspect at a time is what's gonna lead to um, success. And part of that is identifying where are you at? Um, If you find yourself in a dieting cycle, identifying that you are in one and where are you at and what behavior change needs to happen um, that will get you in a healthier decision-making process, I think. I think that is fantastic.
1: I just want to repeat that for the listeners that um, it's that important. Do you desire the behavior change that results in the outcome or do you just desire the outcome? Mm-hmm. Do you just want to wear a smaller size jeans or do you want to feel better? Do you want to have more energy? Do you want to be uh, more patient because you're not tired and then your metabolism is revving and you're craving the healthier foods that serve your body? And then inevitably, well, if your jean size is too big, it'll probably be where it should be. Like, right. right. You're, you're going to feel better. It's going to lead to that outcome. So that's kind of a real life example. And as we talked about in podcast 32, um, cravings come from stemming from being deprived. So if you don't have this abundance mindset, if you're not being mindful about the foods that you're eating and knowing that you're making that choice because the behavior makes you feel better and it's going to result into the desired change that you you desire for yourself, you're going to experience those cravings that are going to feel insatiable they're not. You're not going to be able to be satisfied by that one bite of ice cream or that one square of chocolate or all the examples that we give. And it then will lead to that fifth step in the
0: dieting cycle of overconsuming and binging. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, yep. you, know, you get that too, right, at the beginning. Like someone's going, I'm going to go on a diet or I'm going to start this coaching plan or I'm going to do this. And so they go out and have these massive binges because all of a sudden they're going to start rather than recognizing that there can still be things that they enjoy along the process. So deprivation, is that's a big indicator of healthy versus unhealthy. Mm -hmm. What do you think?
2: And one thing that's just continually going on in my mind right now, what tastes better, something in the crock pot or something in the microwave?
1: Uh,
2: Something that cooks longer that is going to take deep root and it's going to be harder to change is – is much better in the long run. And that's where in this generation, in this culture, the instant gratification is where things start to get messy with that expectation. Because what is sexy about really taking a habit and taking a behavior change? You know, that's not cute. That's
0: not cute.
2: No, that's not cute. So, you know, making those changes versus I just want, I just want that six pack. Ab or I just I just want all of these desirable changes in the in the long run versus I want to be able to have that lasting energy or I want to be able to play with my kids or I want to be able to get a hold of these cravings in the meantime nobody thinks about it like that and so that's where it just comes back to um, those realistic expectations and knowing that it's going to not be something you actually want to do in that moment. Um, And just kind of being in that humble state of, of we as coaches, I feel like that's a very popular thing we do very often is kind of reel our clients back in and say, okay, what actually has to happen in order for you to get this desired outcome? And so a lot of people think, oh, wow, that's going to take a lot longer than I had thought. And of course it will, because making those behavior changes that actually produce results is not going to come overnight.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But I think um, something that the listeners need need to kind of soak in is that the results come a lot faster than what you think when you are enjoying the journey, when you're doing it for the right reason, you're recognizing, wow, my face, my skin is so much tighter. I'm youthful. I look younger because I got more sleep. And my digestive tract, I don't feel bloated. So even though my scale weight might not have changed, I feel so much better. I feel more confident. I'm going to wear different clothes. Therefore, when you see pictures of yourself, you're going to look better because you're going to be radiating more confidence. Your relationships are going to be stronger because you're bringing more to the table.
0: Yeah. Or I just, you know, I enjoyed a wonderful meal out with my husband last night and I didn't it wasn't necessarily restricted but it wasn't over the top either you know, like and i i was able to enjoy that those mm-hmm. kind of things those the relationships the events this the real stuff in our life mm-hmm. like learning how to navigate through that rather than just slapping a plan on something mm-hmm. and you it's know?
1: truly a life spent not thinking about food it's a life spent not thinking about yourself not thinking it's when you're able to look back at that vacation and be like I didn't think about food the whole time or myself. I was looking at my children. I was looking at my spouse and being like, man, I feel, look at the ocean. It looks so great. Or you look at the mountains. Like you're not thinking about yourself and that's freedom. That is true freedom. And that is when you're not in this cycle because you're not thinking about the restriction or the over exercise. You're going for a run or a walk on the beach or you're going to the gym to move your body because it literally feels that good. You're not, going, if I don't go,
0: what happens, you know? Right, and that's just, that's totally the opposite of the deprivation mindset and that step in the dieting cycle, you know? So it starts with those negative thoughts, you feel like you have to have a certain outcome, and then you go to restriction, and that restriction leads to deprivation, and deprivation sets you up in a cycle for cravings, like what we talked about on the last um, podcast. And then when once that trigger hits, it's the overconsumption, and like we had talked about a while back, the what the hell effect. You know, forget it. I'm going for it all because I can't. There's no way. I don't have the skills, the behavior skills to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, what just happened. Mm-hmm. And then you start the whole guilt pattern yeah. and the cycle starts over and over and over again. I think um, we all have the opportunity to work with a, a large diversity of clients, younger women, older women. And a lot of things that I find with the older women that I um, work with is, you know, these things have, this diving cycle is so in bed because Years and years and years of it, and so undoing it takes a little bit more time. But when it clicks, it clicks. Mm-hmm. But also, what I love about working with some of the younger clients that I have is the opportunity um, for to have them be able to learn these skills at a younger age that are going to serve them well their entire lifetime. Yes, they might be on a macronutrient plan right now or a specific, um, you know, paradise training plan or something like that but they're learning how to work with their body so that when it's time to move to that intuitive place they've learned what their feedback loops are and and kind of already what negative patterns they can catch themselves falling in even in those places so it's super fun i i know like all of us our desire is to really want i mean this is a movement to want to change people's minds about this the whole dieting culture that surrounds us and really keeps women in bondage and it breaks my heart it breaks all of our hearts I know that so yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah totally so today the, the big takeaway is just ask yourself do you desire the behavior change that results in the outcome or is it only the outcome that is fueling your behavior um, just kind of check yourself and think about that and see if you can identify where you are in this cycle, where you might've been. And it, I think it's something that we can all be, um, weak at times and maybe fall into when those other three categories aren't being met well, you know, sleep and stress and being well fed. That's it's an opportunity to just slip right into, um, old ingrained behaviors um, but I found over time and years and years and years of of working intentionally outside of this to go, oh, I recognize it super fast, and I need some sleep. Or I recognize it super fast, and you know, I need I need to eat lunch so that I don't have these cravings, and and so on, and so forth, which we talked about before. So that's the big takeaway, guys. We're gonna um, we're gonna be back next week for another podcast of um, Do you have to count calories to be successful? Wait and see. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at theomnifit.com. And of course, please connect with us on social media. All of our handles, our Instagram and Facebook are both at theomnifit. And if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're putting out, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps other people find us and it lets us know that we're putting out content that you enjoy. All right. Talk to you guys soon.